Memoirs of a Victorian Detective. It would be remiss not to note that despite our friendship, Inspector Murder and I often held differing approaches to detective work. This was no more apparent than in the case of the Carrington Jewels, which attracted a great deal of interest from the press at the time, until we got involved. Unbound Theatre presents Inspector Murder Inspects by Dario Knight and Gareth Johnson. Episode 3, A Robbery. I do love Hyde Park in the springtime, Laura. The sun shimmering on the serpentine. Happy couples strolling hand in hand. Take that, you feathery bastards! Constance feeding the ducks. Feeding them? She's flinging rocks at them with a trebuchet. Oi! You with the green head! Piss off! Is it really wise bringing her out here, Inspector? It's for the best. Uh, the last time she was cooped up inside for too long, she tampered with one of Luke's inventions. It was meant to be a device for poking holes in cheese. What did Constance do with it? Bad things. She had a smile on her face for weeks. Morning, Standard. Get your morning, Standard. Sherlock Holmes makes breakthrough on Continental Conundrum. Not Holmes again. Even when he's out of the country, there's no getting away from him. Oh, it's a fascinating case, though. Someone murdered a French cabinet minister by smacking him with a fish. Codswallop. My investigations are just as intriguing. For example? There was the case of the crushed grapes. That was a case of wine. You tripped over it in the office. Well, the case of the missing documents. Otherwise known as your brief case? You left it on a train. And the case of the afternoon nap? I rest my case. Extra, extra, shockers, Lady Carrington robbed! What? Shockers, Lady Carrington robbed. Details, man, details. Buy a copy and read it, you cheat git. Fine. One, please. Good God, Laura. Lady Carrington's been robbed. No. Her priceless diamond tiara has been stolen. And she's offering a reward for its return. (laughs) You know what this means? She's got more money than sense. I've got a case! A bona fide, lucrative case! <laughs> uh, haughty Holmes is out of the way, so it's my time to shine. Oh no. Must you be so pessimistic? Not that. One of the park attendants is coming over, and he's got Constance with him. Uh, excuse me, is this woman with you? That depends. What's she done? Just enjoying the sunshine. She's been hurling rocks at the ducks. Yes, sorry about that. The children were in tears. Very sorry. That was before she pushed them in the lake. Snotty little telltales, they had it come in. After that, she picked a fight with the geese. And won. She headbutted three of them, drop kicked two more, and then tied the last one's neck in a knot. Managed to stick its bill right up its own. I really uh, am terribly sorry about all that. Uh, We'll be on our way. Not before I've had a ride on one of those swans, we won't. Where's that saddle? Don't you dare. Come back here. Come on, Laura. 
We need to get to Carrington Manor before anyone else finds that tiara. What about Constance? Um, send word to Luke. He can come and collect her. Just have to hope that we're not interrupting one of his more delicate experiments. Right, here we go. Steam generator one, activated. Now steam generator two, activated. And now the static generator, activated. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer, do. I'm half crazy, all for the love of you. It won't be a stylish marriage. I can't afford a carriage, but you look sweet upon the seat of a bicycle build for... <laughs> ah, needs more work, I fear. Hello? Message for you, Dr. Verclose, from the inspector. Thank you, Watkins. What's all this about, then? Oh, bugger. Now then, Laura, I think it's best that I, as the seasoned detective, lead proceedings on this occasion. Inspector, I know I'm relatively new to the agency, but I'm sure I can handle saying hello to the client. Potential client? We must approach this as an appeal for employment. And it's wisest for me to do the talking. Oh, what a load of... Hang on. You want your name in the papers, don't you? Certainly not. I see. You don't want to share the glory. This is a high-profile case. And it's only appropriate that I am the client's first point of contact. When beginning a delicate investigation such as this, it's important to be as sensitive as possible. May I help you? Good morning. I've come to lay my hands on Lady Carrington's elusive treasure. And we're off. Constance? Constance, I wish you'd gotten to now. Uh, excuse me, sir. Are you Dr. Fercluse by any chance? Yes, I am. How did you... Uh... I'm one of the park attendants. I gather you're here to collect Inspector Murder's housekeeper. Ah, oh, what luck. Where is she? She's been giving us the right runaround, I can tell you. Oh. See those trees? She's been carving letters into the bark. Well, lots of people do that. Yeah, well, they don't put a single letter on each one so that it spells out the word bollocks as you walk past them. Ah, um, where is she now? She's in Speaker's Corner. Oh, Christ. Constance, don't do it! It's good of you to come, Inspector. The robbery has left Lady Carrington most discomposed. I didn't realise she was a musician. Uh, oh, what does she play? Uh, the violin? Or the marimba? <laughs> the trumpet? You misunderstand, sir. She's unsettled. Say no more. Shocks like this go straight to the bowels. Best to tell her to lay off the trumpet in that case. <laughs> <laughs> 
He means she's upset, Inspector. So would you be, Laura, if you blew a C-sharp and soiled yourself? <laughs> now, Peterson, wasn't it? Yes, sir. I must discuss the matter with Lady Carrington. I can show you to her ladyship's quarters. I'd rather speak to her face if it's all the same. I'm afraid that's not possible. All right, then. I'll talk to her ass. Since the tiara was stolen, Lady Carrington has locked herself away and will admit no one to her chambers. It's just as well I brought my most suggestive raincoat. She refuses to open her door. Not even to young Master Carrington, who resides in the East Wing. Then how does she speak to anyone? She hollers through her keyhole. Well, I... Don't! Let's just go and speak to her. Friends! Romans! Countrymen! Shut the hell up, cos I'm talking now, see? Constance? I've got just one thing to say to all of you... Jazzily dressed, hoity toity, monocle toting, tosspots. Hey, Constance, it's time we were going now. Twirling your oiled moustaches and looking down your fat, snotty noses at people. Please, God, send lightning, send a flood, just take her out. Well, you know what I think you look like? Constance, please. You look like a right bunch. Uh oh. Complete and data. Brace yourselves. Plums. Oh, I suppose that wasn't so bad. So fuck the lot of you! There we are. Come on, Constance, we're going home. This is Lady Carrington's door, Inspector. Thank you, Peterson. Uh, I'll be along to talk to you shortly. As you wish. Sir? Uh, who is it? Have you got my tiara? Uh, no, Lady Carrington, uh, I don't, but my name is... Well, bugger off, then. Oh. Uh, who is it? Have you got my tiara? I don't have it, your ladyship. But I'm here to... Well, bugger off, then. Let me. Oh, who is it? I'm Law and Order. He's Inspector Murder. We've come to find your tiara. My precious jewel, stolen from under my very nose. It was under her nose? It must have been massive. With your permission, we'll search the house and speak to the staff. That or she's got an almighty hooter. If we might ask you a few questions first... I can't answer questions, you stupid girl. Can't you see I'm upset? All I can see is a door. Ask about the money. Mind you, hardened old beach with a crack or two. Not far off, I should think. The money! Lady Carrington, if we should find the tiara, there is the matter of some form of reimbursement for our services. Oh, anything, anything. Just find it. I can't live without it. Really, Mother? You can't live without some pitiful little knick-knack. Who are you? Stop being so horrid to me, Rafe. You simply don't understand. You must be a young Master Carrington of the East Wing. Hmm. And you are? This is Inspector Murder, and I'm Law and Order. We answered a call to help find your mother's stolen tiara. <laughs> I saw the notice in the paper. You're after the reward, no doubt. Chances everywhere these days. We're here to help. Of course you are. Well, don't get in the way, will you? I'm a busy man, lots going on. Can't have you hobbledehoys under my feet. Even if you are a pretty face. Good day. Cock. What was that? Clock! Master Carrington, <laughs> Laura was just admiring the craftsmanship of your magnificent clock. Ow! What is wrong with 
of you this morning. Good day, Master Carrington. Laura, that really hurt. It was him. No, it wasn't. It was you. Not the slap, the tiara. I bet he stole it. Oh. Why? Because he's a selfish prig. That's as may be, but it's hardly a motive. Oh, come off it. Rich boys are always after their parents' money. They're obsessed. Forget the son. We need to talk to Peterson first. Yes, sir. Yeah, Peterson, when did you get here? I never left, sir. What? You said you would want to speak to me. I didn't mean you had to wait here until I was ready. We'll come and find you once we've had a look around. Certainly, miss. That was weird. No matter, we need to interrogate Rafe. You're barking up the wrong tree, Laura. It was Peterson. What? Apply your mind. He was standing beside us the whole time. And you had no idea he was there. Neither did you. And he didn't make a sound. Whereas you screamed like a baby when he piped up. Knows the house inside out. (laughs) Moves without being noticed. Says very little. He's the perfect thief. You're saying the butler did it? Really? I'd bet my career on it. Given our recent cases, that's hardly a pricey stake, is it? All right then. Ten quid. You're on. Well? Well? Quite the spectacle. If you say so. I've never actually seen a riot before. You get used to it. No, no. I think the mental image of you trying to squeeze the life out of a man by wrapping your thighs around his throat will stand out as extraordinary for a long while yet. Perfecting a grip like that takes years. And a lot of boyfriends. Where are we going then? Back to the agency. Fancy a quick pint first? Yeah, all right. You're paying, though. No problem, boy. While I had my legs around that bloke's neck, I had my hands on his wallet. I hope you have plenty of cash. I'm not sure how many pints it takes to wash away the image of a grown woman chasing a crowd of men around a park whilst riding on the back of a swan like some kind of psychotic Valkyrie. But as a man of learning, it's my duty to find out. Peterson, are you in here? Oh, pardon me, miss. Not at all. I was just doing the dusting. I'm Molly, Lady Carrotton's maid. Inspector Murder. (laughs) Pleased to meet you. Can I help you with anything? I'm here to find Lady Carrington's tiara. I wanted to have a word with Peterson. I think he's in the garden, sir. Hmm, probably digging up the loot he buried earlier. Beg pardon? Uh, No matter. I'll just be going. If it's the tiara you're after, this is the room it were in before it, well, weren't. The scene of the crime? Oh, where pilfering Peterson pocketed the tiara. Tiara. Yeah, tiara. Yeah, let's see what clues this room has to yield. Yeah, this window. Yeah, facing the grounds so that nobody could see it being opened. <laughs> and just the right height to allow someone to jump onto the bough of that tree. And yeah, make a run through the gardens. Inspector, I... Yeah, again. I... There's a damp patch on the carpet beneath the window. It was raining this morning when the tiara went missing. And the papers on this bureau are scattered as if disturbed by a gust of wind. Which leads me to deduce that after snatching the tiara, the thief opened the window, allowing the rain to dampen the carpet and the wind to disturb the papers. Then he closed the window behind him, shimmied down the tree and ran across the grounds to... Yes! (laughs) To that little cottage near the woodshed, where I'll stake my life... 
Peterson lives. Am I correct? Peterson does live in the grounds, Inspector. Yes, I knew it. But I'm afraid that damp patch is where Lady Carrington's cat spent a penny this morning. Oh. Uh, well, the, the papers still suggest the window was opened. Lady Carrington disturbed him looking for the tiara, sir. But uh, the window? That's not a window, Inspector. It's an oil painting. That would explain the giraffes. There's a window on the other wall. Oh, of course. But that's been sealed shut for the best part of a year. Bugger. If I might be so bold, Inspector. Yes? A Lady Carrington can be terribly absent-minded at times. I really wouldn't be surprised if she had just put the tiara down somewhere and then forgotten where she left it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, who's that down on the street? It's Peterson. And who's that man he's talking to? Looks like a shady character, if you ask me. He's carrying a mirror, Inspector. If I might be so bold a second time? Yes. I really don't think Peterson could have taken the tiara. He was at the greengrocer's on Argyle Street picking up ingredients when it happened. Oh, I see. <laughs> so he's gotten himself an alibi. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be too hard to crack once I set my mind to it. Oh. Have you found another clue? No. Um, I think Lady Carrington's cat did more than wet the carpet this morning. And I've just stepped in it. Up this way. We'll scrape that right off. Two more, barkeep. And whatever the science fella wants as well. I'll have another pint of mild. You still owe me for the last three rounds. Pay up. Brain box. Pay the man. Right you are. Ah, <coughs> oh, wallet's empty. Oh dear. Uh, perhaps we can pay by other means. Perchance this special invention of mine might take your fancy, my good man. What is it? This kind, sir is a fully functioning, state-of-the-art, one-of-a-kind electrostatic toothbrush. Electro-what's-it toothbrush? Shh! There's only one of these in existence. Don't tell this lot that all want one. This little beauty takes all the effort out of scrubbing your teeth. Just turn it on and it'll do all the work for you. Oh, it looks dangerous. So's crossing the road. Go on. But how does it turn on? Allow me. And I'd just brush my teeth with it. As simple as that. It'll change your life. Um, boy, here goes. Oh. Certainly changed his life, all right. I mean, as changes go, dying's a biggie. Don't be cruel. He's not dead. I can see him breathing. He's just had a shock. The look on his face certainly says shock, doesn't it? Eyes wide, mouth open, no teeth. I think the blast knocked them out. Still, like you said, it'll save more that scrubbing. Soddle left to scrub now, boyo. Means you can have your toothbrush back. Yes. Needs more work, I fear. And while he's out cold, drinks are on the house! Get in! This is Master Carrot and Sweet, Miss Norder. I apologise for the mess. Young Rafe does enjoy entertaining in his rooms. So I see. You're sure you won't disturb anything? Not if it disturbs me first. It's just standard procedure to eliminate Rafe from our inquiries. Nothing to worry about. Very well. I'll leave you to it. All right, you slimy git. There's got to be something in here to incriminate you. What's in this drawer? Pliers. 
bandages, some sort of clockwork contraption. I wonder what it does. Oh my god! Maybe there's something in one of these notebooks. Yes! Here it is! Ideas to take control of Mumsy's fortune. Lucky he left this lying around. Well, quite. Uh, Master Carrington, I was just looking for... Looking for... Looking for some damning piece of evidence to pin the theft of Mother's tiara on me. Maybe? Why don't we have a little chat? Take a seat. You don't have any chairs. Only the bed. Yes. Okay. My dear... I know that to you I may look like a shameless opportunist, and the truth is, I am. I'd fleece that batty old windbag for every penny she's got stuffed in her lumpy corset if I could. But that poxy tiara, it's a fake. What? Not a single gem in it, just a glass. Father gave it to her as a wedding gift before he made his fortune. It's a dud. Oh. So you can take my name off that list of yours. Unless, of course... It's not just suspect you're after. Are you aware your hand is on my knee? I am. And your leg is wrapped around mine? It is. And your intimate area is incredibly close to my hand? Oh, yes. Looks like we're in for a bumpy ride. Yes, hoping. Better hold on tight. Absolutely. Okay. Ah, let go, let go, you'll damage them. These pliers? Oh, no, they're very sturdy, much unlike your unmentionables. Had enough. Yes. Good, good. Christ almighty. I'll be off now, Master Carrington. You can keep the pliers. Do, 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 come have a drink or two down at the old bull and bush. Bush, bush. Right, right, right. I think we'd better get back to the office. I know another little pub we can go to. Really? Where? No, we just come out of that one. <laughs> oh, sneaky perp trying to lead me straight. Right, let's go now. Hang on. I'm going to be sick. Uh-oh. <coughs> False alarm. Bravo, dear lady. Now, to the laboratory. Oh, Laura. How goes the investigation? Any progress? About as much as an emphysemic snail crawling up a landslide. How about you? Any revelations? Only that my years working for the Arts and Antiques Division may have been a bit of a career misstep. You thought a painting was a window again, didn't you? Yep. I told you Monet's garden wasn't in Highgate. Quite. And that Luke hadn't kidnapped a woman named Mona Lisa. Well, uh, at the time, I... And that Jesus and his disciples hadn't returned to Earth to recreate the Last Supper in the drawing room. Oh, back to the matter in hand. I've been tracing Peterson all day, and there's nothing to pin the robbery on him. Turns out it's not Rafe either. And not to rub salt into your wound, but I gather the tiara's worthless. Oh. Uh, well, there's still a reward for finding it. If only we had any idea who took it. Mm, not Peterson. Not Master Carrington. Oh, so that means... There's only one suspect it could possibly be. It's obvious. Ho-ho! Gather the household, Laura. Yeah, it's time to finger the culprit. 
do you recall our conversation about phraseology? Not to mention banging them to rights. Might be worth revisiting. And then, in return for our hard work, we shall be showered in golden reward by Lady Carrington. I'll fetch the others. Ah, the game is abreast. A foot. A foot, yes, of course. Who's that? Rafe Peterson? No, it can't be. Where are you? Show yourself! Oh, no matter. Oh, I think that walk sobered me up a bit. Right, you're allowed in, but don't touch anything. Don't come off it. You're not a proper scientist. How dare you, madam? Go on, then. Show us an invention. You promise not to touch anything? Promise. All right. Have a look at this one. It's a handheld device that plays music, so you can listen to it wherever you go. Hmm. How does it work? Essentially, it's a record player encased in a box. Ooh. Can I have a listen? Of course. Just press that button there. Is that it? Well, you can only fit a very small record inside. Bloody rubbish. Ooh, have you still got that thingamajig for poking holes in cheese? No. No, I burned it after last time. You're not besmirching the name of science with that again. What's that under that sheet? Oh, don't touch that. Why? It's my latest invention, and it's very delicate. What does it do? This could be the device that finally solves world hunger. How? Its exact workings are a secret, but... I can show you the end result. Let me turn it on. Say a type of food. Cheese! There you are. It's made you a slice. Bloody hell! That's extraordinary! What's it done now? It's made some eggs. And more. You have to be careful what you say. Oh, can it do lobster? Yep. And hollandaise sauce? Apparently so. I'll give it to you. That's really impressive. Eels. I didn't say eels. Stop saying eels. You said it that time. Oh, God. What's that? Cod. This thing's amazing. Constance. It's a trifle sensitive, though. Give it a rest. Bah, humbug. I'm turning it off. Oh, no, it's jammed. I can't shut it down. You've ruined it, you mean-spirited old trout. Ah, what's the matter? Sour grapes. And so, Mr Peterson, Master Carrington, Molly, we are gathered together, not in the drawing room as I would have liked, but outside the door of Lady Carrington, who has been so traumatised by today's occurrences that she refuses to leave her room. Better check she's still in there, actually. Oh? Who is it? Have you got my tiara? We haven't located its exact whereabouts, your ladyship. Well, bugger... But we do believe we know who took it. You do? Then tell me this instant. With pleasure. <laughs> the first step in any criminal investigation is to ascertain the circumstances of the crime. Someone stole a mother's tiara. Lady Carrington's 
precious bejeweled headpiece was cruelly snatched from her dressing room in the early hours of this morning. It was nearly midday. The room was locked, the window sealed shut, and there were no other means of entering or exiting the room. Apart from the secret passageway behind the bookcase. As I say, no way in or out. And the false door behind the tapestry. An impenetrable room. And then there's the trap door under the dead leopard. Yes, of course. Can't miss that. Obvious way out. Uh, And so we must draw a simple conclusion. The tiara was stolen by someone with a key. Good gracious. Yes. Someone of this very household is to blame. At first, I suspected Peterson. What? But I changed my mind when I realised he led the most god-awfully boring life I have ever encountered. Oh. My colleague Laura believed proving Master Carrington's guilt would crack the case. Which she attempted to do by cracking my... My darling Rafe, guilty of robbing me. As it transpires, Lady Carrington, no. And so, this fiendish case proved to be nothing but a process of elimination. Not Peterson, nor Master Carrington. Thus, the blame can only lie with Molly. (gasps) But I'm innocent! They all say that. No, she is. It's no use trying to cover for her, Peterson. It really wasn't Molly. What makes you so sure? Because she was with me the entire time. Lady Carrington. How dare you accuse my family and my staff of this misdeed? Lady Carrington, is that... What? Speak up, girl. Your tiara. What about it? It's on your head. What? Molly, where's my mirror? Here, madam. I didn't like to say, but Miss Norder's right. Well, blow my trumpet, so she is. It was there all along. Mother, you really must be more thorough before you make these sweeping assumptions. And announcing it in the newspaper of all places. In the newspaper? I did no such thing. Uh, Yes, you did. Uh, That's why we arrived to help. You were uh, offering a reward? I'd happily reimburse anyone who could help. But I would never lower myself as to advertise in the common press. Then who would go to the trouble of placing a notice in the newspaper just to lead someone on a fool's errand? Fool's errand? Oh, of course. Another dirty trick to derail my career. What? Stop yammering gibberish. Get out of my house at once, the two of you. How dare you cast aspersions on my kith and kin? But I found your... Forget it, Laura. What do these chinless wonders care about hard-working people like us? You're welcome to your tinkly hat, Lady Carrington. And to your lizard of a son, your boring butler... And this spectacularly grotesque portrait of what I presume is meant to be some approximation of your husband. How dare you, Flower? Lord Carrington? By the saints! A talking painting! That's a window. Oh, hell. Scarpa, Laura! Through the gardens! Ah!
And that's a painting. My Gainsborough ruined. <gasps> You'll pay for that. Armadillo sausages. Constance, stop it. There's no more space in the lab. This thing's bloody brilliant. It can make anything. Baboon ass kebabs. I've already had to stash a load of the food in the inspector's office to make room. Just pack it in. Ooh, can it do soup? Now look what I've got to mop up. I wish I'd never invented this stupid thing. Oh, lighten up, will you? It's only a little bit of soup. Well, quite a lot, actually. That's the last time I let you in my laboratory. Oh, come on. It's not as if it's a tidal wave of custard. Well, that was another eventful outing. It won a more failed case, with no money at the end of it to add to the records. Don't lose heart, Inspector. We'll get there someday. Someday? Why not today? I mean, there's Sherlock Holmes dashing about on the continent, solving crimes for foreign governments, all the while leaving every case in London ripe for the picking. Ripe for my picking! Me! The only other consulting detective in the country. And I can't even find a proper robbery to solve. Still, at least it was better than another day chasing after Constance. Uh, I just want to get back to the office and put my feet up. We're here now. Home sweet home. What's, What's that? It's coming from inside. Quick, open the door. There's yellow stuff dripping out of the keyhole. I don't like the sound of that. Get back! It's custard! All the agency's covered in it! Constance! Inspector! Laura! Luke, what happened? Constance tampered with my food-making machine. I was trying to solve world hunger and she's used it to make custard. Tell her she's not allowed to play with my toys. Oh, moan, 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 you little crybaby. I was only messing. Have you two been drinking? All right, boyo, how'd it go? I don't think the inspector's in any mood to talk about it, Constance. A robbery, wasn't it? Did you catch the black answer? Deduce the method. Fathom the motive. Cash the culprit. As it happens... Oh, don't tell us, sir. Has the thief been taken into... Custody? custody? <laughs> You're both fired. Inspector Murder Inspects, A Robbery, was written by Dario Knight and Gareth Johnson. It starred Alistair Sanderson as the inspector, Emily Pugh as Laura, Joe Pratt as Constance, and Andrew Faber as Luke, with Erica Sanderson as Lady Carrington, Neil Goulder as Peterson, Stephanie Hull as Molly, Gareth Johnson as Rafe, David Holt as Lord Carrington and the Landlord, and Daniel McGinty as the park attendant. The title music was by Kevin MacLeod, additional music by Matt Black, and editing by Gareth Johnson. It was produced and directed by Dario Knight for Unbound Theatre.